Welcome to Emmanuel Christian Church, the house of Judah, the house at the gate. Please join us as we'll be listening to Apostle Vincent Luan, the head pastor of the Emmanuel Christian Churches. We are grateful for the blessing of the Lord that make it rich and he adds no sorrow. Amen. May you receive your blessing this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen. May the grace of the Lord shower you in the name of Jesus. Amen. May the sin that have blinded you, may it be washed away through the blood of Jesus this morning. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. We are grateful as we start this service this morning. We will have communion at the end. And we give thanks to the Lord. So I want to challenge every person who usually listens and tunes in. We are told COVID-19 is here to stay. It is to your benefit. It is to your benefit. Uh, to have a mask. Whenever you move out of your house, wherever you are, make sure you wash your hands seriously with water and soap as frequent as it is possible. Make sure you sanitize as much as is possible. But above all, have faith. Have faith in God that even this disease, even this virus, we will defeat it. We give thanks to the Lord that we will win again. And we are winning already. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We give thanks to the Lord. We are teaching on Alelon. We are teaching about honoring God. We are talking about the return, returning again. The ability to go back. The humility to say thank you. You see, those who are proud, they believe they've made themselves. Those that are proud believe that they don't need any other person. Those that are proud have a short memory. They forget the help they have received from others. Those who have short memory, those who are unthankful, have a short memory. They believe that they are the best by themselves. They believe that they have made themselves. But Alelon teaches us to be consistently grateful for those that God has brought in our, in our midst. To be who you are. There have been so many people involved in your life. Even the evil man has helped you to move forward. Joseph tells us in the book of Genesis 49. Genesis 50. Genesis 50. Jacob blesses his children. And later the sons in chapter 50, they come to their brother. Because they've done evil. They've caused pain for him. But without them, he will not have become the prince in a foreign land. He will not have become the lord over Pharaoh. He will not have been promoted to the highest level. He will not have have developed resilience to move forward. He will not have been able to stand his ground had he not gone through pain. And Joseph answered his brothers and he said had it not been for the Lord and he said the Lord used you even though your intent was evil listen church even if people are evil in their intent God will turn it for good I said God will turn it for good the pain, the hardship that have forced and maybe seems like your life has come to a stop I want you to have faith that God will make something good out of it. They look at Joseph. The Bible says they were terrified. They were afraid that Joseph will revenge against them. But when he answered them in Genesis chapter 50, he said to them, what you intended against my life was evil. 
But God has turned it for good. May every evil that has been done for you, may it be turned to good in the name of Jesus. May it come to your profit in the name of Jesus. May you never linger in the head, but may you celebrate in the advancement that it comes. Amen. When you look at Joseph, you might think, oh, that was all. Listen, after he was sold by his brothers, he, he was taken to a foreign country among people who speak a different language. He was shocked. He was sold into a house of Potiphar. And as he was sold, he never forgot who God was in his life. He remained consistent in giving thanks and praising God. He remembered the covenant. He stayed on course. He celebrated the good that had been done for him. And while he was serving, as if he's from the, the frying pan to the fire, the wife of Potiphar looked at him with an ugly eye, a lustful eye, an eye that desires to destroy him. And the woman says, come and sleep with me. And the young man said, I will not defile myself. He ran away. He left his jacket, which was used as an evidence against him. Listen, life sometimes looks unfair. But I want you to celebrate every moment. I want you to give thanks to the Lord that you have survived. You have gone through it. Hardship, difficult times will always come. But hard and tough men and women will always survive. Very difficult circumstances. In the book of Psalm 23, King David writes, he said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you might be going through the valley of the shadow of death. Your circumstance, your situation, your environment might be impossible. When you look at it, you only see death. You only see failure. You only see the end of your life. Let me talk to you this morning. You don't have to commit suicide because things are not working. You don't have to kill yourself because things are not working. Listen, David said, even though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, listen, your circumstance might be such that it's hopeless. But listen, the, cent- the verse doesn't end only end there. It says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, the Lord is with me. The Lord is with me. The Lord is with me. Let me tell you, the Lord is with you. Even though you don't see it, open your mouth and give thanks. Tell him, thank you, Lord. The circumstances are unbearable. The situation is impossible. I can't, no, I don't see where I'm going. But I want to tell you that even though you walk through the veil of the shadow of death, the Lord is with you. He said, your rod and your staff will comfort me. Listen to me. There is no storm that stays forever. It was stormy last night. It was blowing last night. A day before it rained with the hail the size of a feast of a man. Cars of people were destroyed. Houses were blown away. Listen, this season will pass as well. We have come out of death and funerals. This season will pass as well. I want you to have an understanding. Thanksgiving is a medicine. Thanksgiving is a cure that takes away your struggle your hardship. It makes you to see the possibilities, the grace that is set before you. I want you to have an understanding that those who are ungrateful, those who are bitter, those who are unforgiving, those who are non-re- who don't stop to pursue for vengeance. They never see the light of day. They never joy in the moment of the time. I want to challenge you. 
that to give thanks is to return. And David said it, that the Lord is my strength. The Lord is my shield. Who shall I be afraid? Listen, difficult times will come. You have to learn to return. It's unfortunate. It is said that many people forget too quickly. There are others who are in our midst who have forgotten. There are others who have passed through our hands who have forgotten. There are others who were raised who have forgotten. I have seen offense uh, that are ungrateful. Everything was done for them. Everything was set on the table for them. But they failed to return. You listen to every time they speak. They believe their mother, their father will have been the best. Let me talk to each and every orphan. Listen, if your mother was alive, you might have been like an ostrich. He wouldn't have cared a bit. He will not even have taken you to university. He will not have taken care of you. Listen, if your father was around, you will not have become the man that you are. Things might have turned much worse than they are today. I want you to be grateful that God in very difficult circumstances helped to raise you for himself. Appreciate I've seen men and, and women that have been raised, that have become men and women of God, that have been ordained, that have been set up, who are failing to recognize the grace, the wisdom that have been given to them. They are unable to return to say thank you. We are in the season of Thanksgiving. When we come to Christmas, all of us remember we are grateful that a life was given and therefore our life must be given. We must give ourselves. We must be joyful. We must give thanks. I want to challenge you that to return, there are things that the Lord expects from us. To return again. To come back to him. To lift up his name. To glorify him. For he has done great and wonderful things. It's very sad that many of us forget. Jesus was talking to his disciples and he looked at the young rich, uh, rich man who came to Jesus and Jesus was talking to him and the man was full of himself like most of us are full of themselves and Jesus was saying to him oh you must keep the commandments and the man said I'm the best of those who keep commandments he says I've been faithful from my youth I've paid the tithe I've kept the, the the pledge. I, I've, I've done the commandments. And Jesus said to him, there is only one thing that is missing. And this is the sin of our generation. The generation that is unthankful. The generation that believes by itself it will do. The level of lawlessness. The level of rebellion. The level of independence. The level of arrogance that you see in this kind of a young rich man. Sudden success. Sudden breakthrough. Where people believe I've made myself I have become who I am because I am only God said to Moses tell them that I am has sent you so the young rich ruler the young rich man Jesus said to him there is one thing that is missing and the young man was saying what is it I fulfilled the law I am the bible you are saying to Jesus, I am the scriptures. I fulfill them. And Jesus said, there is one thing. Go and sell everything. Give all that you have. And come and follow me. This was a follower. Like many here in the church. There are many that are listening. There are this kind of followers. That follow in their convenience. That are present in your life for what they can get out of you. They want to be close, but they don't want to carry the cross. They want to be close, but they don't want to suffer. They want to be close, but they don't want to give anything. Everything must be convenient. There is nothing that they give 
unless circumstances forces them. That's why people are deceived. They will run after prophets. They will run after apostles. They will run after men of God with the hope that things will turn. Yet they disrespect. And this young man, Jesus spoke to him and said, there is one thing that is missing out of you. It's your selflessness. You are too much in yourself. There are a lot of people here in our viewing centers who are watching. You are full of yourself. Everything is about you. You have forgotten that in all that you are doing, you didn't make yourself. You were made. You were created. You were given the opportunity to return is to recognize that great things have been done for me. You might not have become the man you expect. I've had a lot of sons and daughters, men and women that are in the ministry today because of my life. Listen, there are men and women that were raised. I have said before, I'm on record on saying this, I don't forget those that lifted me up. I remember the person who told me, he didn't sh- the person didn't share the gospel, just told me, the SEM is in room so and so. I went to that room. I didn't hear what they preached. I got born again. I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I know the, pe- the name of the person. I've met the person I've said to the person thank you for inviting me I remember the invite I remember the invite had it not been for your invitation I will not have been born again I will not have been a Christian I remember my 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 mothers in the Lord women who took it upon themselves who discipled us who were shepherds of our life I remember the young men who guarded the door of my classroom. When the, when the break came, every time I wanted to dodge, he was there at the door. He was waiting for me. He held me by the hand and he pulled me to prayer. He made sure I was away from the door. He understood something I never understood. I'm forever grateful for him. I don't forget what he did for me. I have pastors. They have remained part of my life. There is no church I resigned from. Listen to me. There is no church I resigned from. I didn't leave. I was sent. Let me say it again. I didn't leave. My relationship with those who preached to me is still as it was. In my understanding, my honor is still the same. Every time I teach, I'm grateful for Kenneth Makopo. I'm grateful for Wangamuhale. I'm grateful for Monty Mabale. All these are my bishops. They have done so well. They might not be the greatest to many. I've never abandoned them. Not even once. Not that I was never rebuked. Not that I was never called to order. Not that I've always been in good books. Maybe it's only me. I'm, 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 I'm in my own world. I never left. Somebody was telling me, I want to be like you. He was telling me, he's leaving. I say, if you want to be like me, I never left. He said, I never left. Emmanuel Christian Church was a default. Yes. This church was Grace Bible Church. I was told, you must change the name. I pleaded. I was crossed for 20 years until I saw my fathers change the church, the name of their churches. Which is three, four, five years ago. That's when my, my pain turned. And I said to the Lord, they loved me so much because they knew they were going to change their name. Yeah. I'm here today. I'm grateful that they preach the gospel. If it was not because of them, you will not be here. I said, some of us will have died before time. The words they spoke have preserved our life. The teachings they have given have made us to be who we are. I want you to be sober 
in your wealth, in your breakthrough, I want you to be sober. Learn to return. Can you tell your neighbor, learn to return? Learn to return. Learn to return. Listen, I've never left. Me? Never. I've never left. Nobody told me. Or did I wake up in the morning and have an idea I'm going to start the church. I'm leaving. I have a video. I can play it for you. I was prayed for. I was sent out. I didn't change. I've never changed until today. You must return. You must recognize your father. Even if he's a drunkard. Even if, if, he, even if he's in jail. Even if he's not educated. Even if he's embarrassing. Your father is your father. Your mother is your mother. Not these modern people who go around claiming any person they meet on the streets. They say, sorry, so is my father in the Lord. You play games. You will never go very far with arrogance. The Bible says the continence of the rich young men. When Jesus said, give me what have become you which was money, material things. His face fell. I've said this before. Every time you hear people complain about the church, about finances, you should know they've become arrogant. They've become proud. They believe they are bigger than God. They've become insolent. Yes, people get abused. And yes, pastors abuse. It has happened before. And possibly it will continue to happen. That doesn't change God. The same way like our parents. They are not the best of parents. But we become the best of people. Out of the, the teaching and their ability to grow us. I want to challenge you today. You have to learn to return. We have been in COVID-19. It has been long. We live with masks. We wash our hands. It's difficult to live our life again. We come to church. We have to put on masks. We can't even hug each other. We pray for people with a stretched arm. We can't even touch them. We are learning a new way of life. But I've realized that even the faithful, those that you thought they were faithful, they have made themselves forget to return. Tithing, they've made themselves to forget. I want to talk a bit about tithing. It's, a, it's an offering with a return in it. Why, why do we give in the church? We give because we show gratitude. We show our love to God. We give because we recognize the Lord has prospered us. There are certain required givings. The Bible gives us that we should do. And I want to challenge you today that to return, every time we pay our tithe, like I saw some people paying tithe this morning, every time we come and pay our tithe, we are returning. We are saying to the Lord, thank you again for a good life. Thank you again for giving me uh, productivity. Thank you again for protecting me. I'm grateful. Had it not been for you, I would not have been where I am. Because it's a required giving. It's not, it's not something that you give and you forget. The scriptures will tell us about offering. It says, uh, do not appear before the Lord empty-handed. It's an attitude of returning. It's an attitude of remembering what God has done for you. People forget what God has done for them. People forget the good that has been done for them. And that is why, even in our success, our breakthrough, we don't go very far. We are limited in the way or how far we can go. And I want us to read Malachi chapter 3 verse 10 and 11. It says, uh, I read it, it's a, it's a, it's a more like message translation. 
is a re-paraphrase from Show Foundation written by Ed Rupert. It says, being, I'm reading Malachi chapter 3 verse 10 to 11. Being an act of your worship, that is tithe, being an act, uh, bring an act of worship the full amount of your tithes. The whole tenth of your income into the storehouse local church that there may be food in my house and prove me now by it. Go ahead and put me into a test. Check me out. Test me. Give me an opportunity to prove myself and you will see that I will open the windows of heaven for you and pour out for you so much blessing financially and materially that you will not have room enough to contain that I will rebuke the devourer for you I will protect the source of your income I will stop the thief from destroying the fruit of your ground the fruit of your labor and the vines in your fields will not fail to bear fruit says the Lord Almighty this is a is a clip from Shaw Foundation. Is a book written by Ed Rupert, the founding father of uh, the what do they call it? The church in the East. Praise the Lord! Amen. I forgot the name of the church. Hallelujah. May the Lord have mercy on me. Hallelujah! Amen. I want to challenge you uh, to return. Is to show gratitude. Is to be thankful. Is to come back to the Lord. Tithing is the required giving. I have noticed and I've seen that certain faithfuls have started to become unfaithful. They have stopped to do what is good. You see, your faithfulness should not be an eye service. It's not only because you can come to church. It's not because the apostle is there. It's not because the pastor is there. It's not because the shepherd is there. But you have to understand that my faithfulness it is required. First Corinthians chapter 4 verse 2 it, says it is required of those that serve to remain faithful. It is required that you be faithful. It's not in my presence. I don't honor my father in his presence. No, I honor my father when he's not there. What he said is what I will keep. What my mother said is what I will keep. What God has said is what I will keep. I have been retaining since I was 16. I have given my tithe. I've remembered the Lord consistently. I've met people who attack the tithe who teaches strange teachings who come against the church because of the head they have against their pastor and every time I've said to them whatever you have said is your feeling and your emotion is your own conviction keep it yourself but as for me and my house we will pay our tithes it has prospered us because we recognize remembering, being thankful is the ability to return. You don't give your mother the gift once. Listen, it's December. December. You remember your parents, your aunts. You buy gifts for them. Oh, there's no amen here. It's like they have no plan to go home. They have become a quail. Raguduga. Raguduga. We are Raguduga. When Raguduga. You can see on the N1. On the N4. N4. N2. N2. You will see our cars. That this one. We have gifts in our cars. The van is full of things. Remembering. 
where we come from. The Bible says in the book of Psalms chapter 11 verse 3 it says if the foundations are destroyed what will the righteous do? People make themselves forget. I was saying to somebody I will pay my tithes. I've been paying my tithes. My finances are not controlled by debts. Listen, I've been a faithful giver. I will continue to give. I said during the Thanksgiving conference, the Lord has blessed me and I've told you a little bit of my testimony that the things I have, you cannot relate them to the church. There are things obviously you have given me but the, the big things that people will say, oh, maybe they think they come from the church. No, 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 no. I got them from strangers. People I don't know. The first million, million that I got is a strange man. I went to his office. I sat in there. I spoke to him. He says, go home. I will call you tomorrow. Call me back at this time. I called back. And listen. He said, give me your bank account. Where were you? This building, when I got the money, I didn't charge the money and bought a Mercedes Benz. No! All the money, you can trace it. Our first church building is our head office, our headquarters. It's here in the capital city. Paid cash in full. Listen. You have to learn to return. That is, that is not the only money I've received. The other day, the Lord said to me, give all your pensions. Because we were working before. I gave. I spoke to my wife. She's not a difficult woman. I give thanks to the Lord that she's simple. She said, you, as the Lord has spoken, may it be. We did. And the Lord said, I'll give you, I don't know why, I'll give you a million. Oh, when they came, I told some elders, I said, hey, the million has arrived. They were saying, Rashera. I say, Kai. I say, where? There's no sharing. Every man shall live by faith. Listen, it, it didn't come from a church member. Oh, all the, the money said, didn't come from a church member. I remember one man who met me who said, there's no way the church, Emmanuel Christian church can't be where it is. There must be an American. I say, you are deceived. God is not American. God has no address in America. The last time I met him is when I received Jesus. He was not in America. Yes. I said, the Lord has been good. Yes. I will tell you the other millions I've received. But all the resources I've received, they are in the church. You can't touch my life. I don't have money. You go to my bank account. I don't have money. I'm not interested. Listen, prosperity is not what people think. Yes. We have more churches. We have more church buildings. Yes. We are building the house of God. Somebody says you can't take your money to heaven. I said you are naive. You are ignorant. I said we are changing our money. We are investing in villages and towns. We are paying our tithes. We are planting churches. We are sending missionaries. Souls are being born again. That is our currency. Souls is a currency in heaven. When we meet in heaven, we'll be like small boys and girls. We'll be very happy that we tried our little bit. There is a woman who said, when I arrive in heaven, he says, I'll be so happy. I'll tell Jesus, I tried. I did my best. The woman has lost her marriage. The husband didn't like this thing of Jesus, Jesus. Catherine Kuhlman, he says, you don't know how much it cost me to be a minister of the gospel. He says, but I'm looking for that day. I'll tell him, 
I ran as fast as I could. I preached as much as I can. I've gone as far as I could go. I've done my little bit. I've done my best. I want to challenge you. Do your best. I, I, I've, I've said this to people. Love is always good. When you say I love you. But love that has no action. Love that has no commitment. It's not love. It's not surprising that most women will abandon a man who genuinely love them but legs works. Did you hear what I said? Most men they are genuine in their love but kidding me. Hey! Stay there. You you have to learn to be generous. The Bible says there is one that gives generously. And he never lacks. And there is one that withholds unjustly. Yes. Those who are stingy. You will not be able to progress. Because I remember many years ago, there was a, a young family here. And one of the children had a two-rent coin. The mother gave the two-rent coin for this child to give in, 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 in children's church. The child went to one of my children and hold the two rand in their hand. He said, Do you see this two rand? I will not give it. I will not give it to your father. My daughter told me. And I laughed. You know me. I'm very confrontational. I said to the mother, You have just cursed yourself. You have not taught the child not to give to me. You have taught the child not to give to you. Listen, some things are generational. There are people who are poor, not because they lack, but it's the attitude of the spirit they have that makes them poor. You can give them 100 million in the morning, but even if they are poor, I think there was a woman they showed on television who won some lot of money and within a week or two weeks or a month she has ruffled all the money and worst of it she gave it to strangers. Not, you know she's I don't know how to explain it. Your inability to return will become your entrapment. The Bible tells us here Tithing is a form of return. Every time the Lord blesses us, we return. We come back. Lord Jesus, thank you Lord that you have given me good mind, a strong body, the ability to work. My business have done well. I, I'm returning. I, I, I want to challenge you, those in business, Never be deceived by the world. Never be. I think you need to get the book Show Foundation by, by Ed Rupert. Uh, Headfield Christian Church, yes. He is the founder of Headfield Christian Church. You see, some people forgot in Headfield Christian Church some years ago. Ed Rupert passed away. When he passed away, his wife and children left the church because certain leaders felt like it is our work. I don't know you understand. They forgot. It's those who forget the good that have been done for them. All the pastors I have in my church, all, all, I ordained them. They came here as children. I raised them myself. They are powerful men of God. Highly skilled and educated. But I made them pastors. I hope you will not forget. Yes. When the men died, things changed. Because people believed we can grab whatever we can grab. Listen, your offerings, when you read the book of Acts chapter 10, God is speaking. Uh, this man is uh, 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 Cornelius. He's speaking. 
And he says, let's read it, Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10. It says, there was a certain man in Caesarea uh, called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian regiment. A man, a devout man and one who feared God with all his household, who gave arms generously to the people and prayed to God always. And on the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly a vision of an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius. Cornelius. And when he observed, he was afraid. What is it, Lord? So he said to him, your prayers and your arms has come up for a memorial before God. Let me tell you something. I've been giving. I give generously. I cast my seed everywhere. I build churches. Not, not in Manu Christian church, please. I give in other churches. I encourage. I build. When the Lord blesses me, you can be jealous. You can speak against it. You can say whatever. But my seed will bear a harvest. And it has got nothing to do with you. Because I'm sowing my own fields. Listen, I'm sowing my own fields. Through my offerings, I'm watering my own fields. When I was giving my pension money, the Lord says, I will, I will come again. I will bless you. I didn't doubt it. You, you were, you were there, but you were not there. When I gave, I didn't consult you. Cast your bread upon the waters. For you will find it after many days. Give your share. To seven or to eight. For you do not know which one will succeed. Your ability. To have return. To come back to the Lord. Your ability. To have a harvest. Is determined. By the sowing. In the kingdom. People believe in miracles. I believe in miracles. But slightly different. We saw in miracles. Yes. That's why people will never understand. When people come to a prophet, they have offerings. People become jealous. No, people are sowing. Money represents life. Did you know? The money you give represents life. You work for a certain number of days or hours. You get paid. You exchange your life. Let me put it roughly so that you understand. You wasted your life. Did you hear what I said? What did you do? You wasted your life. From, from 8 o'clock to 5 o'clock, I will, lay, I will work for you. And then you pay me. When you get paid, you have no claim to the work you have done. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. I said, every time you get paid, you should know you have no claim to the work that you have done. Did you hear what I said? You can't, you can't return tomorrow and say I'm a shareholder. Only sons inherit. Only sons inherit. Those that are going to inherit they have worked for free all their life. Because everything belongs to them. I've said to the young pastors <laughs> just know we work for free because everything belongs to us. We will die. We have to teach others who are coming behind us that they will not become administrators who are looking for salaries. In our church, we'll never employ you if you are looking for a job. There's no employment here. This is the kingdom of sons and daughters. Those that are saving God. Those who will not come back and tell us we owe them. No. When we pay our tithes, we are returning back to God. We are sowing for our own good, for our own protection. Tithe is sacred. It's holy. It's set apart unto the Lord. We lift it up 
Like a wave offering to the Lord. Look what the Lord has done. It's a song. Look what the Lord has done. He healed my body. Look what the Lord has done. He gave me a job. Look what the Lord has done. I have a sane mind. I have a healthy body. So I've returned to bear testimony to his faithfulness. But there are many in our company who don't recognize the grace of God. They put themselves into debt. Then they say to the Lord, I have debts. I will not recognize you. Until they lose everything. You see, COVID-19 is a year for a Christian to prosper. Because their trust is in the Lord. Their trust is in the Lord. It's not in the employment. He said, I will provide for you. Paul says, I know what it is. I have thrived in poverty. Or maybe let me say, I have thrived in lack. Not that he was poor. But he didn't have at a specific time. Yes. But he as well says, I prospered in wealth. Or in prosperity. Even us. It should be part of the covenant we make that we will return our thanksgiving is the ability to return and say, Lord, thank you for making me faithful. Thank you for helping me to build your house. When we talk about tithing, it's a sign of the covenant between God and, and, the, and his people. Uh, 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 tithing it provides security and protection tithing is a gateway to define to, to divine protection and provision tithing shows honor and thanksgiving to the Lord when you return you show I, I, I have no means that is why it's not surprising that many of us work so hard I want to talk to all those who are in the viewing centers. Please prepare communion. Those who are listening through radio who will have communion. You might not have the communion bread or even the wine. Just get the bread in your house. Just get the, the water from the tap. We will have communion at the end. But I want to encourage you that to return is December. You can't go home empty-handed. It's a case. You must do something. The gift is not the size. No, it's the thought. It's the thought. Where somebody comes back and gives to you. I was saying to somebody, when, before you return home, think about your pastors. Think about me before you go. And say, hey, my pastor, here's a gift. Here my, we have young pastors here. To say, oh, they are taking care of you. To say, oh, thank you. We have got campus pastors. I don't know you understand. There's no amen here. It's like, it's like there is opposition party. It's like I say, what, are you, what is he saying? Listen. Remember. The Bible says, believe in the Lord, your God. You will be established. Believe in his prophets. And you will prosper. It's not surprising that those who remember the prophets, they always move forward. You can see their life blossom up. You can see things wake up in their lives. Tithing opens the heavens and God's blessing upon your life. When we tithe, we show our commitment and loyalty to God and our appreciation to the work that the church is doing in our life. Yes. We are showing, we appreciate the good that has been done for us. As the year rounds itself up, it's a season of thanksgiving. We go back home. We say, I'm coming to paint the house. It has not been painted for 10 years. You don't, have to need, you don't need to paint the whole house. Just one room is enough to come and say, I'm grateful. Buy something for, your, for mama. 
something. And buy something for your father. It shows gratefulness. When we tithe, we show our commitment and loyalty to God. When we give gifts, we show that we remember others. Alelon. I love you. I will not forget the good you have done for me. The little that you have done have made a great difference. And lastly, tithing deals with the spirit of greed and selfishness and produces abundance. If you don't tithe, chances are that greed has taken hold. You think you are wasting. I had somebody who was saying, no, this is a waste of money. I don't have to give. It's very funny that people are expecting this building to maintain themselves. No, everything that you see has to be maintained. And all of us, we show our gratitude and our love to God through our giving. We're going to pray. Maybe you are here, you have never given your life to Jesus. The Bible teaches us what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but should have an everlasting life. Even today, you can invite the Lord you can receive Jesus. Your sins can be forgiven. The Bible says, call unto me all you who are heavy laden. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. I want to pray together with you that you make right with God. Not only with your tithes, but with your own life. Some of us have faltered and fallen by the wayside. Today, I want you to come before the Lord with thanksgiving. Lord, I surrender my life. I give my life. They said to Paul, what should we do? And Paul said, you must give your life to the Lord. Even today I'm saying to you, you must give your life to the Lord. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. All viewing centers. All of our campuses. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. You are convicted. I want Jesus in my life. I'm giving my life to the Lord before I can give my tithes. I'm surrendering my life. If you are here today, you say, I'm receiving Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Lift up your hands wherever you are seated and we'll pray together with you. If you are lifting your hands, lift it high so that I can see it. In the viewing centers, is there somebody? Is there somebody? I want to receive Jesus. I want to receive Jesus. I want my life to change. I want to be a child of God. I want my sins to be forgiven. We are going to pray. Everybody, can you follow me? Can you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. I recognize the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. Today, with my own mouth, I speak. With my heart, I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. Forgive me all my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Thank you, Father, for your way says, if I speak and I believe, I'll be saved. Thank you for this salvation in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. I want I want you to come before the Lord in, in vernacular. Can you say Morena Jesu? Morena Jesu. Yom Panyona. Kazwadi Bitaka. Kama di Amorena Jesu. Kamulomo Kabua. Or Jesu Kamorena. Kapilukia Dumela. Or Mutusso Moba Swing. Kiamu Helamorena Jesu. Sena Mopilunyaka. On the Morena Wobopilobaka. On Catele Pele. Kalevo Hamorena. Or the Fogola Haho. Where Hakibu Eki Dumela. Ibileki Bua. Ketla Polosa. Kamuhela Poloso. Eh. Kalina Lambrena Jesu. Amen. Amen.